Welcome to the Joy Revolution Podcast, where you'll stop letting the chaos of adulting fuck with your joy of living. Because can we all agree that adulting is a lot? All the responsibilities, obligations, chores, all the things you gotta do so that you can look like you've got it all together. But that's only half the story. What about how your life feels on your insides? How come no one ever taught you about that? I'm Elizabeth Wallace, a certified integrative life coach here to school you on the essential skills of working with your internal world, your emotions, your nervous system, your bodily sensations, and your thoughts so that you can close the gap between a life that looks good on paper and a life that actually feels good to you on your insides. Let's dig in. Hey, welcome back. You can't see me right now, but like my arms are way in the air and I'm waving around because it has been a hot second since I've been able to record one of these episodes with the holidays and then a winter illness plaguing my household slash like daycare being closed from snow, you know, all the things. But I am back. I am so excited to be with you today and to talk about something that is like one of the sneakiest but most effective ways to increase your productivity and your quality of life. And it is something that has been in my periphery for a long time. And about, I would say, a year ago, I started paying attention to it. And when I did, my life got so much better. So here's what I'm talking about. Cycles. Learned and biological cycles. And there is a difference, but they are both present. Here's what I mean. There is a pervasive um, expectation in our culture that we are always operating at this really high, consistent bar of being productive and on your shit and creative and problem solver and in a good mood and energized and all these things. Like if you could see my hand, it's like, like the bar is really high. It is up and over my head. And it's not a bad thing to have a high bar for yourself. But when the expectation and the cultural waters that we swim in are that the that you reach that high bar consistently all the time without fail, that is a straight path to self-loathing, to burnout, to disappointment in yourself, to feeling not enough, right? Because the reality of the matter is we all have cycles. And I really want to talk about that today and just highlight some of the cycles that are going on within us and around us, no matter, like we have no say in it. Like it is just true. And we as a culture and society tend to like to think of ourselves as machines when really we are human beings that are a part of nature. So, you know, a lot of this has come up because I think one of the most common things that I would say to my best friend was, ugh, I don't know why I'm so tired. I'm just so tired this week. I feel like I have nothing in my brain. I've just freaking lost it. What What is wrong with me? And it's that phrase, what is wrong with me, 
that caused me to pay attention to the existence of cycles. Because I think that most of us are trained to operate from the assumption that something is wrong if we are not consistently at that high bar of energy and productivity and high mood and creativity and problem solving, all those things at a super high level. But here's the real real, okay? We all have hormonal cycles, men and women, okay? Women operate on a 28-ish day cycle that includes fluctuations in three different hormones that lead us to have full-on weeks where we feel on top of our shit and weeks where we feel like we can't do anything. Like the, the most exertion we possibly could put out is to get ourselves to the couch and lay down and pull the blanket up before taking a nap. These hormones affect whether we feel extroverted, whether we just feel like staying at home and hibernating for a little bit, right? These hormones are chemical. They are not by choice. They do not indicate a lack of something or you are not trying hard enough or you're not doing it right. It simply means you're human, okay? Men also have hormonal cycles, but interestingly, they complete their full hormonal cycle within 24 hours. And if you look at their hormone cycle, their energy and uh, aggression peaks in the morning, is still high in the afternoon and tapers down at night. And then you think about the way that our work days were constructed where men would get up and go to work and make the money and then they'd come home in the evening and relax. Our work days are built around around men's hormone cycles. You know what our work days and work lives are not built around? Women's hormone cycles. Right? We do not have a consistent daily hormone cycle. We have full-on weeks where it is a struggle and full-on weeks where we are on top of our shit. And yet, there is this cultural expectation that we show up with it all every single damn day. And if we were to take a vacation, that we then come back utterly refreshed and working even more productively and reaching an even higher bar, even though those vacations are often not fully recharged vacations, right? If you have kids, a vacation is not a vacation. You know, if you take time off And that is the only time that you sort of give yourself that regenerative space. You're barely scratching the surface of what your body, your mind, and your emotions need to fully recover and regenerate. Okay? And so I just want to call attention to and really starkly point out and pointedly point out that To operate from the assumption that something is wrong if you have a dip, if you don't always hit that high bar, is to operate from utterly unrealistic expectations according to our literal biology. Like there is no questioning this, okay? There are also on sort of a a larger, more macro scale, there's yearly cycles, 
right? In actual nature, there are cycles. If you live in a place with seasons, you will very starkly see it where, you know, there is winter where everything wants to kind of hibernate and hunker down and close inward. That doesn't mean that growth isn't happening. It just means that it's under the surface or behind closed doors, under blankets, whatever it might be, right? Then there is a natural reawakening in spring. We are part of nature. That is why we feel it too. We feel the urge to try new things in the spring and open up and see more people. You know, a a number of years ago, I had a bout of bacterial colitis that was like awful. And then um, followed by two years of trying to heal my gut naturally through herbs and diet, et cetera. And I was working with a holistic nutritionist who... said that my next step was to essentially do a cleanse and then rebuild foods back into my diet. And this was in the winter. And she was like, but I would recommend you don't do this until April, May, until your body feels the urge. Because your body will feel the urge to cleanse, to regenerate, to open back up, to start fresh, right? This is why spring cleaning is a thing. We have these natural urges that mimic and are a part of the nature, the larger capital N nature that surrounds us, right? There's also, you know, biological seasons like sick season, which, you know, I have been experiencing in my household with my child in daycare. Winter is the home of sick season. And it is not at all surprising that we and our kids and our family members get sick during the fall and the winter. And yet, you're still holding yourself to a really high bar. You're still holding yourself to this crazy high standard even when you know winter is going to be a bumpy ride. That simply is unhelpful. It just is. Think of all the friction and the burnout and the hustle that that causes. And feeling that way isn't your fault. It is the waters that we swim in. It is the resistance to the biological fact that we have cycles. We are not robots. (laughs) Yet you are expected to act like one to push through, right? And to ignore and dampen and downplay the stuff you have going at home, on at home, right? Whether it's sick kids, sick family members, or what's going on in your body, whether it is your hormones fluctuating, in order to meet this high bar that our culture, society, capitalism demands from you. So we're going to talk about how can you make this feel better? Because pushing against this and trying to ignore it doesn't feel good. Before we talk about tending to and supporting yourself through your natural biological cycles, I do want to just also mention that you also go through learned cycles, right? Whether it be the weekday weekend cycle, right? And the emotional and mental habits that you have formed around Sunday evenings, Sunday scaries, or Friday afternoon, or Tuesdays. I think think I've said on this podcast, maybe I haven't, how Tuesday used to be Molly's favorite day of the work. It was the day of the week. It was always like, ugh, 
like it's not Monday, but it's not even hump day. It's just like this, it's just the worst fucking day. And I got in this cycle of waking up being like, ugh, it's Tuesday. And that's just a learned mental and emotional habit, something that you can shift and change if you want to. And so things that fall into that category are the weekend, weekday cycles, and also the calendar year cycles. And so we just went through one of these where we ended 2023 and headed into 2024. And there's a lot of um, ethos or social pressure to renew and begin again, which is so interesting because winter is biologically the time where we hunker down and hibernate. So it's just interesting that our social construct has created this like turn the calendar year over and rejuvenate and regenerate and new you, right? But it's, 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 that more happens in the spring when you might feel more of the urge to feel fresh and new and inspired, right? So we are living in both biological cycles as well as learned cycles. And I just want to touch on some ways that you can help yourself through both of those. And so one of the very first things, I mean, you'll hear me say this a zillion times over, no matter what the topic, is to really sit with and internalize the fact that you are a human. You are a part of nature. You have cycles. Everyone does. Everything does in nature. The only thing that grows exponentially without having a cycle are forest fires and cancer. Did that land? Did you hear me? (laughs) Everything in nature has cycles except for forest fires and cancer, which grow exponentially. And so to expect otherwise of ourselves and of other people is Uh, like utterly insane. And yet, it is the pervasive assumption. It is the pervasive idea that we live according to this high straight-lined bar at the top of the productivity chart versus having cycles where we put out a lot of productivity, feel inspired, and then need to regenerate, and then come back around, and then need to regenerate, right? And so the second thing that you can do, aside from like really recognizing that you're human. Like, are you hearing me on that? I feel like we throw this around a lot. It's out there on social media. Like, I'm a human, you're a human. But no, like, you literally are an animal from nature. We live in these constructed non-natural houses, right? And things like that. But you are an animal. And actually, you know, total sidebar, like, isn't it weird that we are these animals that dress ourselves up in clothes and things like when really we are animals. Anyways, okay, tangent. The next thing that you can do is the uh, other thing that I always, always, always start with. And that is awareness. To begin to recognize your own learned and natural cycles. Right? Because we can't tend to or shift and change the things that we are unaware of. That is the underpinning of therapy and of coaching and any type of change work. You can't shift or change the things that you are not aware of. 
And I'll add in, you can't tend to the things and care for the things and see yourself through the things that you don't see. Okay? And so just starting to know for yourself, like, huh, interesting. This is data, the fact that you feel really tired and low this week when last week you felt so inspired and productive and felt like you could do a zillion things in, in, in the space of an hour. I just get kind of curious. Gather some data. Be like a little investigator in your own life for what's going on biologically with you. Okay, and start to notice, oh, I feel this way again. I feel this way again. When was the last time I felt this way? Can I kind of connect some dots? Is it every Sunday night my mood drops? Right? And do I tend to want to hunker down and do I force myself to extrovert against my every biological cell and being in the winter? Do you reopen your laptop in the evening when you know that you're really tired and that your work isn't going to be your quote unquote best and that it's going to take so much effort just to do the things that if you just got some rest would be so much easier tomorrow. Pay attention to these cycles. Pay attention to the commonalities. Bring them from the periphery of your awareness of how you live, you live your life or bring them up from where you have shoved them down and actually look at them. Because from there, you can move on to steps three and four, which are for the things that are learned uh, cycles, whether it be the weekend, weekday, or the calendar year, which by the way, like the, just a note on this, I've said this before, but the, um, culture around the end of the year is so strong and the pushing and the grinding to get to the end of this quote-unquote man-made cycle at the end of the year is so strong that December, November and December are the most stressful months of the year. That is solely by social construct. That is a cycle that we have created and it is a cycle that you can opt out of. And so the next thing that you can do to help support yourself with these cycles is to question the learned ones. Is this cycle actually serving me? Is being here again <laughs> serving me? Is following the crowd serving me? Does it serve you to get anxious every Sunday night? Because Sunday scaries is in your subconscious as a thing that, you know, everybody just has. Right? Does it serve you to treat the end of a calendar year like a sprint and then you expect yourself to be renewed and refreshed in early January? Does that make sense for you? Or do you want to unlearn those cycles? Which is totally and completely possible. Right? And then for the biological ones, and this is really the one that I want to touch on, questioning the learned ones is something that we very much dig into in coaching and take some neurological rewiring, which sounds like it is an intense process, but it is so freaking simple. Your mind is going to be utterly blown. So please and come get, please come get coached. But um, tending to the biological ones is a, is a life-changing process. It is so simple yet so challenging and truly what it is at the heart is being like, oh, 
this is what's going on with me. I'm in week three of my hormone cycle. Of course my energy has dropped. Nothing is going wrong. And because I know that this is normal and natural, I'm not going to push through this. I am not going to try to make myself hit a bar that is simply taking extraneous energy and effort to hit. No, I'm going to meet myself where I'm at and tend to myself. So I'll give you an example of how this shows up for me is when I am creating content and having ideas and taking what I am hearing from clients or what I'm hearing from prospective clients or just the world of things that people are having trouble with, struggling with, want to work through, think through, when I take those and turn them into content that I share on Instagram or here on this podcast or on my email list, there are weeks when I'm like full of ideas and I'm like, oh my God, yes, this is amazing. Yes, 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 yes. And then like something flips and it turns around and I'm like, oh my God, I have nothing in my brain and I am so tired. I have no ideas. And it used to be that I would totally beat myself up for that and I would push through and I'd like sit down at the computer and be like, you have to think of things to share. But God, that is so exhausting. All that pushing is so exhausting. And so what I do now instead is actually follow the flow of my monthly cycles, my energetic cycles that accompany the chemical cycles that shift within me, right? And so that then means that you'll see me produce a shit ton of things in one week or in two weeks, and then I'll disappear. And I got nothing. And that's okay. I was just telling someone... um, Uh, in a coaching consult that, you know, learning to work with myself in my own cycles and within my own ADHD brain, which is a topic for another podcast, learning to work with your own actual internal organs and systems, things like your own brain, um, has really busted wide open the myth of consistency for me, which is something that I think is held very high in our society, right? This is essentially like this, if I were to name this podcast, which I guess I will name this podcast, it would be consistency versus cycles, who wins? And we want consistency to win. We hold it as a high bar. Be consistent for your to show up for your job, for your family, for if you're a content creator, for in your content, right? But that is simply not realistic because we have cycles. And so what I told her is like one of the things that I have really learned and what I tell all of my clients is the you can count on me to be consistently inconsistent. And that is true for you too, listening to this podcast, right? Or following me on Instagram, there will be times when I'm like, I just can't. And so I don't. I even have a literal podcast about this earlier on. That's a podcast about me not making a podcast because I didn't, I didn't have it. I didn't feel like it. Right. And so the, what is consistent is not everything operating at the same level, but having these cycles, these ebbs and flows, And so working with yourself is all about recognizing that and like actually tending to that. Like, oh, this week I need a little bit more rest. Yeah, that makes sense. 
I'm going to give that to myself and see what happens. Treat it like an experiment. That's how I started at first. It was like, all right, well, let's see what happens if in this week where I don't have any ideas, if I just enjoy myself and read for pleasure and relax and rest. You know, there's this fear of like, oh my God, what if I never get quote unquote it back? You're always going to get it back because this is so beyond your control. This is, again, biological and chemical. So learning to ride that cycle and like be with yourself through that cycle can be utterly life-changing because it cuts out so much self-flagellation and so much comparison and so much hustle and burnouty ickiness <laughs> that I know that you're craving when you're looking for a more holistically joyful life. Okay. So my homework for you is to start investigating. Start noticing where cycles are present and play with actually listening to them, doing what they ask, whether it is getting under a blanket and not going out on a weekend, or maybe it's simply accepting that some weeks you just don't have it. And that's okay. You will still do things and keep your life moving forward, but you do not need to be at such a high performing level all the time. And see what happens. See how your own body responds. Notice how the world does not fall apart, (laughs) right? And just remember, really remember, you are an animal. You are a part of nature and all of nature's, at least the ones that we want to emulate, have cycles. All right. Okay. If you have any questions, need support, have any comments, or want to share what's coming up from you for you from this episode, please come and find me on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. I am so happy to chat in my DMs about any and all things coaching or your life or what is going on with you so you can find me and chat with me there. All right, until next week, unless I don't have it. (laughs) And then it'll be the week after. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Okay. Have great weeks, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. My hope is that every single one of these episodes brings you closer to a life that feels better to you on your insides. And if you're looking for more, you can find tons of tools and tips, ideas, and perspectives on my Instagram at Elizabeth the Joy Coach. And if you're curious about working together personally, you can find out more info about that on my website, which is linked in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you are listening so that more people can join the joy revolution and get out from underneath the heaviness of adulting.